Hey, Christine. Hey, hey. Okay, there we go. I'm having trouble with Twitter spaces at the moment. I don't know if they updated it. Um, no, Elon fucked it up last night for everyone. They've been like literally rugging everyone, every space. Mad problems all, all since last night. Yeah, I, I um I had to use my other phone, so I don't know how this is gonna go. Um what's what's going on with you, Block? Oh yeah, that's gonna be a rough one. I can already tell. All right, well let's let's uh let's talk about NFTs. I mean, uh Christine, where do you see NFTs going from here? I'm I'm at the I'm at the terminal. I'm I'm headed out. Uh, my flight leaves in 30 minutes. Uh, I left. I left Art Basel. I was pretty bullish. You know, I, I got to talk to a lot of people. Uh, did you Did you go? Fuck no! I have COVID. I like had to cancel my trip. Like literally last Sunday, I got COVID. Okay. Well, um, it was a great time. I do think NFTs are going to for sure make it I, after talking to people. We got Congo up here. I mean, Cardano NFTs are fucking trending hard as fuck. What, what's the news with Cardano? Uh, I check the fucking trending every time. It's like hashtag Cardano. Do you guys have a bunch of fucking bots just tweeting out hashtag Cardano NFTs? What the fuck? Christine, do you see anyone on the speaker uh, panel? I do. You have like four other speakers aside from me, but I don't know if they can speak. That fucking sucks. <laughs> I can't see anything right now. It's like Rose. okay, you are here. Anon. That's it. I'm about to rug this. Um, Tay, you fucked up Twitter Spaces. I don't know, Christine. Let's just okay, Christine. Um, wh- when did you get into NFTs? Uh, I got into NFTs in December 2020. December 2020. Well, you must have been mm-hmm. you must have been on Clubhouse then. Yeah, like we had the there was that Beeple sale, and then a bunch of artists were like, "Let's fucking go, sixty nine million dollars!" Like, what is this marketplace? Let's fucking figure this shit out. So yeah. So December twenty twenty, did you did you mint Board Apes? Uh, I was around when Board Apes happened, but like. Remember how Goblin Town happened and there was like a million people coming in making goblin noises? It was the same thing, but like with ape noises on Clubhouse. So they were like the annoying motherfuckers that I was like, mm, no, I don't think so. And so uh, that was my bad decision of uh, 2021. Okay. Well, what was your first NFT that you minted then? Um, it was a Keiko Katara, an abstract artist from Japan, and uh, sold it for. 1.5 ETH, like, which was fantastic, like, very, uh, like, about a month and a half after I got it. I've never even heard of that. Is that a 10K? No, it's a Japanese one-of-one abstract artist. Their stuff's going, I think, like, six floor ETH, or, like, six ETH floor or something, um, but, yeah. Okay. Pretty cool stuff. It, like, gave me the confidence and, like, to actually put my abstract art I was like kind of dealing with like this art existential crisis of like, should I do digital art and procreate and all this shit? And then I was like, sold that piece. And I was like, holy fuck, there is actually like a market for physical like art in like the digital art realm. So that gave me the confidence to do it. And then I put my collection out shortly after that. Okay. So you paper hand a collection and you're like, holy shit, um, I can, I can make my own art. So did you mint any other notable NFTs throughout the, your time frame? 
I mean, I have a few, like, so there was the Cyber Kongs and basically then that all went to shit with the game. Yeah, it went to shit with the game. And uh, there's, I mean, I've got Galactic Gang, one of Chris Chris Dyer's things. I have a bunch of stuff. I have about 250 NFTs. I just kind of keep them. I, like, collect them quietly. I uh, that was the NFT that got me into the space with the Cyber Kongs. You have a you have a Genesis Cyber Kong. I sold it, but yeah, now I just have their like the shitty little Zen apes. But everything's gone to shit. Let's be real, especially since they announced the game, which yeah. took all the rarities out of like having even any Cyber Kongs. Okay, that's that's fair. So fast forward, now you're just making art. Do you have a do you have a collection on the blockchain? I do. I have quite a few, actually. I put out my first collection in March of 2021, so like before even Bored Apes. It was a psychedelic collection, and uh, then I did my abstract collection, and right now I'm working on that Glitches in the Matrix series I've been doing all year, and I'm going to have a solo show for that for NFTLA, probably here at GABA, and we'll attach the physicals with the NFT as well. And um, yeah, just working on a bunch of stuff all year. Did you say you were make you started in March 2021 your collection I dropped my first collection in March 2021 How big of a collection It was just a few pieces so when I first was getting when I first put out my collection I didn't know about like lazy minting and all the shitty things with open sea and so I put my first collections on open sea not knowing about like lazy minting and honestly I wanted to first put up like my work to put it up on the blockchain and have it in some place that wasn't like Facebook or some social media site that would, you know, I wanted it like stored on IPFS and didn't know about like the lazy minting bullshit that they have. So that like kind of defeated the whole purpose of me getting my first initial collection up. So yeah, but good times, good times. Absolutely. So are you, you're going to be showcasing this very collection in the near future? Um, I'm going to be showcasing the Glitches in the Matrix one that I've been working on, uh, the one that's like in my pin profile, uh, and hopefully I have a, sol- a solo show for it at GABA Gallery um, the week of NFTLA. The week of NFTLA, GABA Which Gallery. is the first week of March. When is, so. when is, when is NFTLA? First week of March. First week of March. Okay, I'll, I'll see you there then. You said the GABA Gallery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you uh, like Miami in your mind? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Went to, yeah. I went to the Sappy Seal. The next day I went to the Proof. The next day I went to Uniswap. There's nothing really happened today, uh, so that's why I ended up flying out today. Uh, yeah, I've got a, I'm leaving in 19 minutes here, um, going back to where I came from. Well, we got Anon up here. I don't want to hear from him. Uh, so, Christine, are you still doing more art at the moment? I am. Um, it is currently 10 a.m. in Los Angeles. But since I have COVID, I just woke up and I'm like literally lying here in bed right now. So, sorry if I was slowed down, super stuffed up, but I am. So, what, what um, are, you, are you doing like auction pieces or you do, do you do like a big collection size? So, I do fixed price because I did uh, eBay sales for a long time as well. I was a power seller over there. So I did like luxury brand clothing and things like 20 years ago. But when I found out there was like 
art sales on basically like Web3. I was like, this is my jam. This is basically what I've been doing. And you'll see a lot of the same sort of like uh, growing pains that they had with eBay like 20 something plus years ago that they are having with these kind of like art Web3 sites where there's a lot of people shill bidding and bidding on their own stuff and stuff they just kind there's of like, so much shill bidding going on yeah it's is, is that shit legal or it's is that just definitely me? not it's not in the sense that they haven't regulated it from the sites yet it's like up to the individual sites to figure it out and people are fully taking advantage of that shit okay explain to me what shill bidding is so shill bidding is when you or someone else will basically go and bid on your own item to basically bring up the price okay pretty well, simple yeah so you you're saying like people will launch it um, like a one of one and then they'll bid on it themselves. Yeah, and it's in OpenSea's terms of service that if you do that, you have you can get suspended. But a lot of people have just done it under different accounts or whatever because they, you know, <laughs> I think if you have, use a VPN, they can you can basically get away with that shit. So yeah. Is there any way to stop people from shill bidding on on cryptos? Um, no. Yeah, not at the moment. But who the fuck? I think it was. Wait. I don't know, but it was name drop. Name drop. Name drop them. I just you know we're having conversation. People can come in here and interrupt. Um, I'm sorry, Christina, you're really interrupted. Yeah, is there any way that this can be prevented? It, it seems to be a problem. Yeah, they can. It can be prevented. I'm interested because now that eBay is selling like NFTs, I do think they're going to probably like pass or sell a lot of their information they have on this to maybe some of these other sites or we'll see if they just become like somehow weirdly enough like a top auction for NFTs because of the fact that they've figured that out. I don't know, but they also take fucked up fees. They don't give royalties, like all these things. So, you know, yeah. Okay. Who, who said this wasn't preventable? I mean, who, who, who said that? Uh, Cause it definitely is. They yeah. Just, um, it's real simple actually. To prevent. Yeah. They just haven't figured it out yet. I feel like it's like, one of these growing pains it took quite a few years for them to like figure it out on ebay um and i feel like it's going to be one of those things they're just going to have to put all their tech people on for a little bit um kyc know your customer know who's bidding like why are we so against this um knowing who's bidding on items because it's the same thing as like web 2 it all started out with this like you know altruistic like place of anonymity and ultimately you can't really have that because of the fact that for all the things that we've been mentioning so you know people take advantage of it because people are opportunists like fucking dogs and basically like you know you're gonna have a bunch of people coming in and being like money grubbing little you know motherfuckers so that's where you have to kind of come in and and you know, regulate from being people have having people be that way, but yeah. The um, you know who's really bad at shill bidding? Your, your favorite board ape, Franklin. He's out here shill bidding, living fuck out of these um, what is it called? Uh, bend out. He'll fucking just bit. There's some fuckery going on. I'm trying to figure out how he's what he's doing. I'm trying to I'm trying to weasel my way in the middle of it and fuck him Wait, over. He getting bent out apes. 
Yeah, like whenever the auctions go out, he's out here shill bidding them. But he's saying, well, because it's like a final. So the way this, there's no rolling timer on the Bendow. So the final, like at the very last second, you know, someone puts in a bid, um, they're going to win it. I, I don't like that at all. I said that you guys need to add a, you guys need to add an extension timer. And so that's his excuse. He's like, well, I'm not actually shill bidding. I'm just bidding on it myself or bidding. On, I don't know if he's that is so bidding. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. whatever. I forget okay. what he said. Yeah. But he's been in trouble multiple times for show bidding. He would he was bidding on like his own ENSs. Yeah, he, he tries to he try, he thinks he's slick. Uh, he thinks he's slick, but I'm on to him. I know what he's up to. Um I'm watching him. Yeah, so it okay, we got Rose with their hand up. Uh Rose, what's your thoughts on KYC? Do you not like that idea? No, I think KYC is a complete, I mean, it's the antithesis of why we're all in crypto. Um, very web two solution. What would be a better solution is a know your transaction kind of solution. It's really okay. difficult to stop shill bidding because anyone can create a wallet. Um, anyone can go and bid on an NFT and you can't really stop someone from doing that. The best thing you can do is like, Trace transactions. So, KYC is dumb. I, I don't get it. You can just keep on starting up new wallets. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. But there's no reason that KYC, like KYC doesn't solve that at Whoa. all. And it takes people if, out. If of you have an identity attached to a wallet, wouldn't it solve the problem? I, I don't get it. Like you have, if you have to have an identity tied to the wallet in order to be a participant. But then what's the point of crypto? What's the point? Why not just to remove the banks? I thought that that was the whole point of crypto. Remove the bank self-sovereignty. It was never about this. And actually, matter of fact, it was about more transparency, understanding where these transactions were um, going to and fro. And if you have no fucking idea, like who the the customer sent, what what are you even tracking the transaction for? I mean, I don't don't get it. Then if that's implemented, then um, none of us have any business trading NFTs at the moment. What do you why do we have no business? If you're a that? US citizen, forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Okay, well why are we forgetting about it for a US citizen? Because of laws and regulation, MFR. It's not allowed. So oh, fuck so KYC and do some know your transaction tracing. You can cluster transactions, how they're related to different wallets. That's that's a much better solution. That's a terrible but, solution. No, it's not. No, your transaction makes no sense whatsoever. That's interesting because um, a $5 billion company called Chainalysis actually coined that term and is doing it right now. And they're working with governments and tracing transactions. Well, Blockbuster was a $5 billion company. I mean, look where they're at. Here's the thing. Um... The truth is, like, a lot of these wallets already know exactly who you are, especially MetaMask. Like, they just updated their terms of service um, and admitted that they're, like, tracing people. But the truth is that they they have your IP, um, and they most likely already know exactly who you are. And know your transaction is just a more, like, decentralized approach that seems to accomplish the same the same issue. Okay, I guess I don't understand know your transaction at all. How how does it solve how does this solve shill bidding? 
So you basically, I mean, it doesn't 100% solve it, right? Because there's still nothing stopping me from starting a wallet that has no previous transactions, no relevancy to any of my other wallets and bidding on the NFT, right? But in the event that like it is a, there are related transactions and you can trace history, um, you can start to like cluster accounts that interact with each other frequently and then from that clustering, you can assume that like either it's the same owner or um, there's a strong association between two wallets. So that's know your transaction. Okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't prevent anything. Um, actually, it, it just it gives you a, a new level of like visibility into who's transacting. Know your customer just kills everything, and like no one wants to do that. I think one of the worst takes on, on this space was when someone said we should KYC into Twitter. Like, that doesn't make any sense. No one's going to do that. We're not transacting currency on Twitter. Um, so that just makes no sense. At least with um, wallets, there's an argument, right? Because you're, you're transacting money. But it makes no sense to KYC to Twitter. See, see where I'm going with this? KYC no. is a blocker. It's stupid. I, I, no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, why would the only reason you I would want to hide my identity is if I was doing fraudulent activity? What, what's the purpose of hiding my identity? Um, KYC is just like capitulation to Web two dynamics. Like <laughs> you're just that's that's all that is. So okay. Uh, the the problem yeah, is speechless. Well, the problem is I can just keep on firing up more identities, and I'm like Zagabon. I got fucking five different identities, fifteen fucking collections running around. That all could have been prevented if I knew his identity from the get go. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, there are companies that already have all of this information. Like, don't even get that twisted. Chainalysis is tracking all of you, um, okay. but they're not. It, it's not publicly available. They work with governments. They're basically like the palantir of of crypto, and they're not really concerned about like tracking individuals. It's more like they're clustering bad behavior together, um, and something in their system, like a transaction that is suspicious because of clustering and relating wallets, transactions, whatever, that gets flagged. But it's already happening. Okay. Um, let me go over to Christine. Christine, what's your thoughts on chain analysis um, predicting which wallets are tied to which? I mean, aren't they kind of already doing this on OpenSea with verified collections? I feel like that's what they did, and it basically it hasn't worked because people just literally, as Alex said, make different wallets, and like they know about these things on chain analysis, but they haven't done shit about it and they're not letting the public know, which keeps getting people fucked by these like collections. They just open up a new fucking identity or bullshit for. And I feel like it's all kind of just leading down to the KYC road, you know? What's okay. I, I just don't understand the purpose of not KYCing, to be honest. Like I, you're saying that it would be illegal to trade NFTs in the United States if we were KYC? Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not a lawyer, but like, 
I think regulation-wise, it's not favorable to be a U.S. citizen and transact any sort of crypto. I don't, I don't think it's illegal. Um, and you could KYC. I'm not saying, like, go for it. But it's just another step in the process that no one wants to do. Like, it doesn't make it, it just doesn't make sense. We're supposed to be creating products that are like easy to use with no barriers to entry. Like, we already have that problem. Look at MetaMask UI in itself. Um, do you think someone that has no crypto experience is going to know that they need ETH in their wallet for gas? No. And now they have the KYC too. Like, for, they're not going to, that's this is not the path to mass adoption. Okay. We got Smokey up here. What's your thoughts on KYC and crypto? Yo, what's up, Alex? Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it's kind of like a moot point, really, honestly, because there's plenty of countries where the regulatory laws are not even set up for this. So even if these people do rug you or or something like they're 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 you can't really go after them or prosecute them. So um, I feel like it's just going to be. Uh, a bear for people in the United States and maybe, you know, a few select countries, but there's going to be plenty where it's not really going to matter. Okay. Well, my thoughts are why not just give everyone in the United States, this is to Rose, give everyone in the United States a unique identifier, every, every person um, like that. Why not, why not do that Avenue? Like you're just, you're born with a, a online crypto wallet. So then you're limited to one. And like, yes. in a way, I think we already all, all have unique identifiers attached to our identities. Um, but that's and that doesn't solve the problem of like me uh, setting up a VPN and just creating a new identity. And like fake identities are going for they're selling on the dark net as I speak right now. People are, and how are people buying that? Either Bitcoin or Monero or a privacy-based coin. Like, it's a problem in Web 2 as well. Like, there, it, there's no clear-cut solution to solving it. Okay. What, Dup, uh, what's your thoughts on KYC and crypto? Uh, I don't even know what KYC Wait, is. Wait, what was that? that? Give your info. No, this is for Dup. You, you might not be able to see him. I, yeah, I, I, I can't see him. Is that where you tell them your information, where you're from, and all that fun stuff? Yeah, you know your customer. Oh, no. You know, no. You, no. No? You don't like don't, that? No, I don't want that. Like, and I, I, I think I've done it. Uh, have I done it? No, I haven't done it. But, like, they try to get you with, like, you know, the, the, the merch, the black hoodies, and all that fun stuff. Like, no. I don't, I don't want to give you my info. I don't want you to know who I am. I mean, and it's just a security thing. I can't thing. hear like, Doug. What if you lose... What if they lose that security of your information and it gets out to someone else? You what know? if you get hit by a bus, dude? Like, are we going to play the what if game all day? Yeah, I, mean, I, I love playing what ifs. There's so many what ifs. But, like, to me. What if like, Elon Musk joins this space right now? Uh, then he'll see how rugged his product is. Dude, this is so bad. Like, what the fuck? Like, like he literally joins spaces and, and spaces go to shit, like, literally an hour after. Like, everybody's like, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Or it's just like you can't even fucking pop up the spaces. It's just like perfect timing for him to actually fix this shit because it's terrible right now. Um, yeah, Rose's argument was, oh, there's this $8 billion company. They were using the $8 billion as a sense of validation. 
Well, Elon paid $44 billion for this application. He can't even get a fucking operational voice chat going on. I mean, the, the money is – the bar is low. I mean, all you need to do to replace Twitter is make an operational voice chat. I mean, duh. What's wrong with Twitter? Why are they so dog shit at this? It, it, honestly, let him let him get into it a little bit, right? He just got done. He's still settling in. He probably hasn't even unpacked all of his stuff in his office. He probably let that sink in. in. Let that sink in. Yeah. So let him like let him get comfortable. Let him you know get used to the the ins and outs of Twitter, and I think he'll solve it. Like, but I do think it can be easily overthrown. Like you were out, you you took a vacation for five days, and you were having Discord bumping. Um, and so I don't know. I think it's just, it's easy to kind of compete with this right now. So he's got to make it a way um, to not be immediately, dude, they were, they were panicking. You know, as soon as I, as soon as this account got unsuspended, you know, Elon's all of a sudden my reply guy, like, Oh, don't chill on the discord shit. Yeah. Dude, the bar is low. Um, I think we need a D app, a decentralized application to come in and, and at least put up a fight with. With Twitter, I mean, we see the problems dealt with with centralization. You get fucking Apple; they build out this platform, they centralize the fuck out of it, and then they just start murking you for thirty percent. You see this on the micro scale with like OpenSea and Magic Eden. Once they control the market, they abuse the market, and that's the problem with centralization. And that's what I think NFTs can go out and solve, and that's what I think cryptos can go out and solve. Like solve the decentralization. No one has any upper hand over anyone else. Uh, I think every.